This is DZFE's Maestro Filipino, a focus for music with a connection to home. For this edition, I'm Daniel. The rainy season is upon us, but Sunshine Classics, true to its name, extends the sunny weather with a concert, Summer. One of the performers, pianist Catherine Assis, likened it to dusting off musical cobwebs. After all, she and flautist Jay Gomez have had to turn to different vocations in the past years, especially during the pandemic. But, anchoring their concert in uplifting music, Asis and Gomez were uplifted themselves. There is healing, they say, in rediscovering forgotten muscles, reviving lifelong passions, and of course, sharing good music. Special as it already was, summer was made even more so by the participation of Asis's son, Daniel, who made his chamber music concert debut. Premiering on-site at Sunshine Place Senior Recreation Center last May 15, Summer will be made available online on May 25. Ahead of that, we listen to the story of this concert and of its music, which I will leave to our guests. But first, here is a performance from that event. Pianist Catherine Assis and flautist Jay Gomez Bring us Carlos Pizarro's Joy in Your Presence.
Jay and I have a common friend, Marielle Illusorio, who is the head of Sunshine Classics. She's the one that provides the programming, and she's the one who gets in touch with the performers. And she's also the narrator of the series. Mm-hmm. So she got in touch with us. She asked me first if I knew a young person who could perform for mm-hmm. the program. And so I actually recommended my son. <laughs> And so she considered Daniel. And then later on, she came back and said, hey, why don't you also come up with a performance? I told her, Marielle, I don't think we'll be able to put together a solo program, but can I perform with my friend, Jay? You know, we've been performing together since high school, actually, Jay and I. So we're very comfortable together. We can throw something together where we're at ease working together and just fixing things without being shy with each other. So, so there's a very, very high level of trust and comfort. Practically, it feels like going to war together with a good friend. While it is true that we've been playing for quite some time already, there has been a hiatus. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about 15-year hiatus. Of course, I would continue to perform, but with repertoire that's not as demanding as this. So I got very excited when Catherine told me about this opportunity. And I committed to it right away. Committed myself to practicing, to preparing, not knowing how it's going to come out. It took a lot from me in terms of my schedules, my other activities. I got so excited that I had to put other stuff on the side. It's an exciting preparation. I want to note that Jay and I, since we communicate frequently, we've been inactive probably from rigorous concert material, but we've been on and off on many, many different projects, both musical and non-musical. I just want to mention that Jay and I had actually toured many parts of the Philippines, particularly Mindanao, which was not 15 years ago. That was more like 13 years ago. We had a full program and it was a hard, hard repertoire. And we went to several provinces and this involved sponsorships and a lot of connections and Actually, we did two trips together and those raised together a million pesos to complete a church. 
things like that. We've had those kinds of projects. Also, Jay is a music educator. So he thought in a school where I was also teaching, I invited him to become the flute teacher. He lives all the way in Quezon City. He really sacrificed a lot to help these children. He came all the way to Las Piñas in order to do that. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciate that Jay is willing to really set aside time for something that he sincerely believes in. It's a great cause. That's been the theme of our friendship, actually, since we were in high school. It really is, to use the metaphor Jay used earlier, it really is a battle test and partnership. We go to the concert itself. How long has it been in the making? Some of these pieces we've played already in previous concerts. So it was a matter of getting them back into shape. <laughs> it's so interesting because, okay, so we're already middle-aged. We thought that it wouldn't take that much time. <laughs> but it was as if I was reading for the first time. I even asked Jay, have you played this before? And he said, yeah, you remember we played it in this place and that place. And I have no memory at all. <laughs> even the Filipino pieces, I didn't remember playing them. And these are some of the easier works in the repertoire. Now I understand what midlife crisis means a little bit. You know, you you lose yourself a little, Mm -hmm. being busy with other things. So I felt like a new student for many of these pieces. Mm -hmm. How did you decide on the theme? Why summer? (laughs) Jay wanted to do one suite by Richard Rodney Bennett. Later on, when we were thinking about other pieces, he thought, let's play the beginning of summer. That's Mm -hmm. the literal title of the piece. It's not anything deep. Since it's summertime and we're playing pieces entitled Summer, let's name the concert Summer. <laughs> There's nothing philosophical about it. And we hold it at sunshine. So oh, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> you just built the program around these pieces that you wanted to perform. Why these pieces? They're personal favorites. Since we've been having concerts pretty much all over the country, we towed these pieces along, whatever was ready for a specific theme. Back then, we were ready with these pieces, two of which are also written by a very good friend of ours, Dr. Carlos Pizarro, who was a classmate at the University of the Philippines. He was a composition major. And every time we performed these pieces, it stuck to the audience and mm-hmm. made them remember us and remember the pieces. And it spoke to us on a personal level also. At our age, we've already experienced what it's like to play requirements for school. Mm -hmm. And that's what we had been trained to do later on when we started trying out other things. And just experiencing more of the world and more of what it's like to be in other professions. And also enter the shoes of people who have different perspectives. It made Jay and I realize, well, for myself, how precious my time is, even in learning music. So because my life is short, I would like to learn music that I like, that I enjoy. We didn't really talk about that much, but then I think it was an unknowing agreement between the two of us.
We heard pianist Catherine Assis and flautist Jay Gomez in Samuel Barber's Canzoni. Here now is the next part of our interview. The Canzone, Jay. I only knew about the piece three, four years ago. I would look up different versions on YouTube, and any version I automatically love, especially it's not intended for the flute and piano, because it was written as a piano concerto second movement by Samuel Barber. I'd like to perform it before I <laughs> retire. Yes. <laughs> and then also the foray uh, fantasy for us is a no-brainer. But may I share, Catherine? Mm-hmm. I never felt fully comfortable playing that. So I took it as a challenge to get back in shape through that piece. What's interesting about it is it was written for a composition contest in school. And mm-hmm. it didn't even win, but it became part of the standard repertoire of the flute. I really enjoy playing the piano part of that piece. That was one of my favorites to get back into. I also played it in high school with another classmate of ours. Jay, I'd like to ask you to talk about the Bennett, because this is a piece that started it all, as it were. Oh yeah, it's a contemporary piece, and uh, it gives you different moods in each movement. Normally, when you have a suite like that, you get an independent theme for the first movement, another independent theme in the second movement. But in each movement, several themes are introduced. That itself is interesting for me musically. I tried not to mind how it moves me. You have to approach technical pieces way slower before you actually reach the actual tempo. I had to do that process. Also, the second movement, the title Siesta, which is a typical scenario during the summer. And I just like that word. It's rich in Philippine tradition. Actually, when Jay introduced the piece to me several years ago, the first one he made me hear was the siesta. Mm -hmm. And I immediately fell in love. It was just so languid. And I could really see a lot of images in my mind. The YouTube video we were watching, they looked South American, the duo that was playing this piece. So I originally thought it was a South American composer. I was surprised that it was an Englishman that wrote the piece. Notable to me in the experience of studying was when I first got to touch the piano of the venue in Sunshine. They have a beautiful Yamaha there. Probably the best instrument I've played in years. Absolutely years. I was struggling to get the notes and everything. But when I first practiced summer in Sunshine, I had so many colors all of a sudden that were just entering my mind. To be able to play with all of those new colors because of the range of the piano, the range of touch, and having the freedom to be sensitive with the responsive instrument, then I was able to shade in different ways and really get the vibe of what this person was thinking when he was composing. Rodney Bennett has a lot of music for film. If you're a film scorer, then you have a lot of visual imagery in your mind when you're composing. And so even if this is a flute and piano score, I'm sure much of his visual talent went into creating that kind of soundscape. One more piece I would like to ask about, the Irlandese of Claude Bolling. I take it that was chosen specifically for Daniel? (laughs) Yeah, because it's easy. (laughs) Daniel's 11. (laughs) And honestly, this is his first chamber music experience. I first heard the entire suite for flute and jazz piano when I was three. 
for some reason, in my mind, I was like, I need to learn to play this. In fact, when Jay and I performed it together with a jazz piano trio back in 2009, GSIS concert series, which I helped produce together with Ryan Palad, the curator of the GSIS Museum, and Jonathan Koo. We performed it there and I told Jay, you know what, I can die now. Because that's part of my bucket list and I can't think of anything right now that I would like to play. <laughs> for Daniel to be able to experience something that was a dream of mine and for him to try it out at such a young age with his Tito J is cute. I really take my hats off to Daniel. It's true that it's an easy piece for the flutist, not mm-hmm. for the pianist. My notes are easy, but if you hear the actual piece, it's really a fusion of classical and jazz and you don't just hit the notes, but you really try to express the nuances. And Daniel was successful doing so. It was also a dream suite for me. What was it like performing live for Sunshine Classics? I could only think of how nervous I was. We both were, and we both knew it. <laughs> Everybody thought I was a relaxed performer. Thank you, if that's how it seemed like. But it wasn't the case while being in front of everyone. Just because... I wanted to deliver the craft so well. I was just on that mode. Music was not my weapon in fighting the crisis, personal or the pandemic, in fighting Mm -hmm. what I felt inside, fighting the crisis that was going on. I did some farming and some house cleaning. Mm -hmm. I taught my son the multiplication table. That was my battle. Performing again for the first time, I just had to deal with my nervousness. Getting into this, I got so excited when I was told that there's this opportunity to perform. The process was very healing for me. I found out new ways how to approach some problematic areas in terms of my playing. Then the day of the concert came, I just had to deal with my nervousness because seeing an audience in front of me, although I used to do this a lot, it has been a while. But more than that, really, I enjoyed the whole process. What was involved in retraining yourself for the stage? I had to regain my long breath and my resistance. Sure, I could do a piece or two, but to hold a full program like that, that's one thing. This time, I'd like to think I'm a bit older and giving is a big part of myself now through my music. In my case, I know that at this stage, I'm called to be a full-time mom and full-time support to my husband. I struggled for many years having to let go of music as a priority and really prioritize and own that I have to prioritize other things at this time. I know that God can help us regain what seemingly feels like lost years. So that was my mentality in practicing for this.
pianist Catherine Assis and flautist Jay Gomez, brought to us summer music. The first movement, from Richard Rodney Bennett's Summer, which is the namesake of their recent Sunshine Classics concert. Earlier, we heard Assis and Gomez perform Samuel Barber's Canzone and Carlos Pizarro's Joy in Your Presence, also from that event. Summer, featuring Assis and Gomez, happened at Sunshine Place Senior Recreation Center last May 15. It is part of the Sunshine Classics concert series, headed by pianist Mariel Ilusorio, recorded by Holland Buela, and will be made available online beginning May 25. For inquiries and ticket details, contact 0917-801-6440 or send an email to marketing.sunshineplace at gmail.com. That is all for this Maestro Filipino, DZFE's weekly feature for fine music in our locale. Each episode airs Saturday at 4 in the afternoon, the following Monday, 12 midnight, and lastly the next Thursday at noon. Maestro Filipino episodes are uploaded every week on our SoundCloud and Spotify channels. Once more, this is Daniel. Thank you for listening.